Would you ever become an outlaw? Maybe so, and maybe not. But regardless of your answer, I'd like to tell you a story. A story that comes from a time when the words of ballads still filled the air. Our story is a story of a young lad with an unmatched skill. He was an outlaw, but a beloved one. His name? Robin Hood. Now you might know him as the fox who shot a perfect shot, won the Queen's archer competition, and the heart of Maid Marian. If this sounds familiar, you've probably seen Disney's version of Robin Hood. However, there's so much more to the story, and so in this podcast, I'll endeavor to weave three tales of Robin Hood together. Let's begin with the merry adventures of Robin Hood, shall we? In this version, Robin Hood lives with a band of outlaws in the woods. He and his band are dearly loved by the poor local country people. He likes a young girl called Maid Marian, and at age 18, he goes to compete in the Sheriff of Nottingham's shooting competition. Let's start again, shall we? This one we'll say is called Ballad 1. Now a young rascal, a mere 15 years old, Robin Hood is tall, young, and full of pride. Now this story doesn't mention Maid Marian or a shooting competition held by the queen or sheriff, but it does give an experience when he runs in with foresters. And once more, shall we? Ballad 2. At 20 years old, this story provides an earlier version of Robin, and though it doesn't give much background, we do know that Robin is tall, athletic, and extremely full of pride. So already, after just the introductions of the story, we see discrepancies between them. A love affair or the lack thereof, differences in ages, and even differences in the size of Robin Hood's band of brothers. Some of these discrepancies, such as the love affair, might simply be illustrative of the time period the stories come from. Both of the older versions, the two ballads, don't really mention a love affair between Robin and Maid Marian. However, Merry Adventures, the most recent version, does, probably because they realize that people seem to follow more if romance is also in the story. Furthermore, the differences in age is probably simply to make the story seem more exciting. But enough introductions, let's get into an actual story. According to the Merry Adventures version, at 18 years old, he was walking through the forest with his bow on his back, en route to the Sheriff of Nottingham's archery competition, when he happened upon a group of foresters. They mocked him, and so to prove his skill with a bow, he shot a deer a great distance away. However, rather than admitting Robin to be a good shot, the foresters then threatened to turn him in for shooting one of the king's deer. Robin starts to leave, but after another mocking comment, his ego must be saved, so he turns around and shoots the offender, sealing himself to a life of running from the law. Intriguing, is it not? But another story always seems to make things more fun, does it not? So let's look at this from the Ballad 2 version. Similarly to the first time around, Robin is trekking through the forest when he runs into a group of foresters. Only this time, they are the ones who tell him of an archery competition held by the king. He makes a bet with them, t- saying that he will win. They mock him once more, and he proves his worth again, also shooting a deer. You know how the story goes from there. They provoke him again, he has to defend his pride, so he shoots someone. 
Only in this story, he kills all 15 foresters, not just the lead man. Perhaps it's the king's competition because he was better liked than the sheriff. And perhaps killing all 15 men is more exciting than killing just one. However, we're not entirely sure where these discrepancies originated. And finally, I'd quickly like to discuss the tale of how Robin Hood meets his best friend, Little John. In both The Merry Adventures and Ballad 1, the story goes about like this. Robin Hood is crossing a bridge when he sees a big man standing in his way. Neither will move, and so they agree to fight. John calls Robin a coward, and so Robin goes and gets a staff instead of using his bow. They fight, and John wins, sending Robin into the water. Robin then welcomes John into the band. And according to Ballad 1, as they add him into the band of brothers, they also change his name from John Little to Little John. The only other big um, discrepancies I could find is the difference in Robin's age. In the first story, Robin is 18, whereas in the second, he's 20. Furthermore, in the first story, Robin's band is about seven men, and in the second one, there's maybe 15. However, the differences are small enough that I don't think they were intentional, but rather just small details that slipped through the cracks as the story was told from time to time. But here now, this is English, so where would it be if this podcast didn't educate you in some way or another? So let's talk about the purpose of this wonderfully illegal tale. Our old pal William Bascom says that all folklore has a purpose, and each of those purposes can fall under one of four categories. This particular story seems to be a story that lets people escape from repressions imposed upon them by society. I mean, can't you see it? There's the wicked ruler who's taxing his poor people, and then the young, dashing hero who not only robs the rich to give to the poor, but also wins the heart of his fair lady. What more could a repressed society want in a story? And so the story of Robin Hood remains popular throughout the ages, as people can relate to this common feeling of injustice between those who have power and money and those who do not. As I mentioned a second ago, this folklore wasn't just intriguing to folks of times gone by, but how is it seen in our world today? Well, compared to the ballads, our current versions add glam and seem to idolize Robin Hood. His goodness is more prominent, his pride nearly overlooked, and his love for Maid Marian was not only possibly fabricated, but largely over-exaggerated. Furthermore, a great deal of humor has seemed to have been added to our more current versions. So there you have it, folks. The beginnings of Robin's criminal escapades, the end of his innocence, the beginning of his fame, the continuation of his good looks, and of course, the unrivaled acknowledgement of his skill with a bow. If, by chance, you've been inspired to steal from the wealthy after listening to this, I apologize. Please know that I do not advise or encourage that behavior. But at the same time, I thank you for your time. My name is Alyssa Webb, and I'd love it if you join me again next week to talk of our beloved criminals. And of course, I wish you luck in all of your most dangerous escapades.